Hello, Apps here from Dim Digital. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is the video games podcast where we give our impressions of the games that you can play today and react to the latest news from the wonderful world of video games. We're here every Monday on your favourite podcast app and YouTube absolutely free. This week I'm joined once again by the free time Dimp Digital Gaming Quiz Champion is Tom Adkins, not Adcock. How's it going? I'm bloody ruddy good, thank you. How are you? Yes, not too bad. Can't complain. Can't complain. Well, can complain. Always complain, I say. But uh, it's a bit of a weird weather. Hot, wet, too. But oh, um, we're going to be back with some game impressions now. Haven't oh, d- we don't play games. We don't actually play games. We just talk about the news. Um, yeah. It's been a a long time since we've done one of these. And we've got quite a lot backed up. So for those, I'll expose the business like I like to do, likely that this will be spread over multiple episodes. So if you're watching, you'll know which ones they are because we're wearing the same clothes. So oh, if if we, if we some breaking news happens, which might happen on the 10th of August of this abandoned trailer took going live it could be big news we may be back next sunday with a news update and then we'll slot in the rest of the game impressions but you'll be able to see us if you're watching on the youtube machine but if you're hearing us you probably won't know um although i've just told you so you you will know giving away the game that's the, that's the trouble of exposing the business you give people the insight and they start holding it against you saying it's not a professional outfit you're not doing it live every week and it's like well got other things to do like play fucking video games actually trying it's hard work sometimes it is although I've played quite a bit in the last so months I'm playing old shit I ain't played it well I've played something new but mainly old turt no not turt old good turt old good turt well there's nothing wrong with that so we'll get there let me say anything be reviewed what was the first ever game made God, <laughs> I did actually have this written down somewhere for something oh, else. Really? I can't remember what it was now. It's like fucking blasters or some, yeah. GTA Five. I actually did. Oh. I had started GTA Five again on the old uh, this one. Started again. Oh, I, do you know what? I've only ever completed it once. That's disastrous, isn't it? I've only done of... it twice. Oh, um, when they. Uh, I've, got it, I've got it on PC now, the thing is, and I could play it again on that. And then they're saying, that, I don't know what this PS5 and Series X version is going to look like. Some people are rumouring it's a, it could be sort of half rebuilt in a new engine or the more up-to-date engine of Red Dead. So if it's that, got to consider it. But you'd think the PC will get the update anyway, so what do you do? But then there's no trophies or achievements which people are trying to chase. Yeah. So it's, it's not easy. Um... Let's get going, because there are lots of games, and this could take a number of hours for us, and the people at home will be none the wiser. I'm going to kick things off with myself, which I don't like to do, but selfish this time, (laughs) and I'm going to talk you through the Metro Saga. So it's three games, a triple bill... And I played them all back-to-back, pretty much. Oh, the fucking real trilogy way. I played the first one It's not you doing the impressions, so that's the... Well, I'll go first. (laughs) I phased you. (laughs) I played the first one for 45 minutes and then stopped because they released a fucking redux. I was like, right, what's going on? You tell me what the redux is. I don't know. All I know is the Redux versions I've played are supposed to have been like the remastered versions of the gen prior to last. So I think that Clarky told me that they made that second one, mm-hmm. Last Light, is it? And then went, cool, this looks better with all the lighting. Right, let's redo the first one in this engine. I think that was the case. Well, that may well be the case, but we, we, we're not going to confirm or deny those, those rumours as such, but I was, well, the original come out in 2010, so oh. that's that's what you're kind of dealing with on a, I guess, like a mechanical level, because, you know, it was sitting there on that 360, 
than those PCs back in oh, the day. Melting at 30 FPS. Well, that's the thing, yeah. And oh. it was, you know, but bugs coming along as well. I mean, 4A games, that was one of the things I used to always see in the reviews. Lots of bugs. It was a bit rough around the edges, but a nice setting and story and something a little bit different, which is probably the case in 2010. Um, and its, it's sequel followed up not long after that. So we've got two of them, Metro Last Light, Metro 23. Then we've got the third one, which is Metro Exodus, which was last gen. And then they've done an enhanced edition with ray tracing and and all that stuff. So it's a bit complicated. But for the, the fact of the matter is I played the two Redux versions of 2033, which is the first one, Last Light, which is the second one. And then I play, played the enhanced edition of Exodus, which was Bells and Whistles ray tracing um, it was on PC originally, and then they transferred that over to the consoles, well, PS5 and Xbox Series X. So you can now play the Exodus Enhanced Edition on the new set of consoles. They run at 60, they've got ray tracing, they look lovely, so we will get to that. Um, but these are old games, this Last Light and this 2033. That's That was the, the, the sort of main takeaway of these two. Um, I played Isn't the... Witcher jobby, and it is this based on books? Yeah, based on books. Um, oh. Not that I'm ever going to go out and read them. Russian, fucking <laughs> Russian folklore. Well, it's not folklore, <laughs> but but I mean, the setting is that there's been a nuclear war, and in Moscow, they believe that they are one, if not the only surviving sort of people in the world, because it was it was pretty much World War Three. That's what it's. It's tipped off. I don't. I don't think they go into actually who started it and all that stuff. Didn't really go down the political route and say, "Well, I'll tell you what, those bloody Irish started it off unbelievably, sitting there neutral for all those years, and they fired rockets out at everyone." They don't be doing any of that. But um, essentially, to get away from the fallout, to get away from the bombs, people headed into the metro, which I guess is the the tube for us if we're over here in the UK. Underground fucking trains. Oh, so. It's a shithole. Like this <laughs> yeah. is a, this is a, especially the first two games. The setting is primarily yeah. in these in these metro stations. Brown and grey. It is. It's very dark. It's very gloomy. But that's the that's the atmosphere they've kind of set. Um, and for twenty thirty three, I think the biggest it's a bit bare bones. If I'm honest, first one. Yeah, twenty thirty three was a bit bare bones. Oh. Stealth. TM. Stealth didn't work that well, in my opinion. Nah. And you can, you know, blast your way through, but it's easier to stealth because you, you're normally overwhelmed by enemies. It doesn't take a lot to put you down. I played on survival mode on, on oh. 2033, which is the survival horror quote unquote version of it, uh, where you take less damage and you you enemies die easier, but there's less ammo, so they kind of balance it like that. Um. And yeah, this felt like a 2010 game. It felt like a game that was made, you know, with the the 360 in mind and with those with the tech around at that time. Even like the story is a bit throwaway, which I kind of wasn't expecting. So I felt like I'd heard that the the story in the in these games was one of the strong bits, but that wasn't that wasn't quite there. Then creation type thing. I remember that the um, loading screens were like narrations of like pages or something if I remember right. Yeah, so this is the strange thing. You play as and this is in all three games, you play as um a chap called Artim, Russian and he will speak during when you load a mission, it'll like set up and say, you know, I've just done X, I'm now doing Y. So every time you come back, if you save mid level, go away for a day, come back, you'll load in, it'll give you that little synopsis again. So it'll update oh, you. know where you are, cause especially me, if I leave it for like three months and go, what's happening here then? Yeah, exactly. Quite handy. It'll pick you up. But this is, and this is probably what I feel like kind of hampers the story throughout the series, because this, this, this is the same in all three of them, is that he's a silent protagonist. So he's chatting away in these little lore bits, these little loading screens, these new levels. He can't keep his mouth shut. But then when it comes down to the real business and there's real people in front of him, he's like, ooh, he don't say a fucking word. And I didn't really think of it too much. Like, you know, Gordon Freeman doesn't talk in Half-Life. That kind of, you know, was, was the scene was set there in Half-Life 2 as well. 
But there is a piece of DLC that I played on, on Exodus where you play as like one of the, the, the side characters and he does interact and talk and it, it makes things so much better. <laughs> like just yeah. in those small That's bits. Right so, yeah, so it's a bit of a, sh- a strange decision to do the voice work for like the lore bits and the the loading in and out. Some of the cutscenes he'll talk over and narrate. But then in game, when there's people chatting to you, he's scared and silent, just sort of standing there. Oh. Like, do one or the other, is what I'm saying. Yeah, don't fuck about with that split shit. Yeah. There's another annoying thing about um, 2033, and this is also in, in, in Last Light, in that when you find collectibles, you know, you'd normally find a note, and it'd be like, written by fucking Plumber X, who probably got trapped down there and died, and you're like, cool, poor old Bob. He was stuck down here, calling for his family. You read through it and think, that's fucking depressing. Well, they don't have that in Last Light or 2033. What they decide to do instead is you find the collectibles, which aren't obvious. You kind of have to go out your way to find them. And they fill in Artem's diary. Oh, It's like, why am I going to the end of this pipe off the fucking beaten path? For him to write a little note that's not related to where I've just gone, it's just it's just a way of like withholding bits of story. And I didn't find them all because I weren't. I was trying to. These were breakneck. These two, Crash Bang Wallop did did. I think I did both of them in four days. So I really kicked the fuck out of them, and yeah. it was a depressing few days, if I'm honest, down in those, <laughs> those gloomy old metros. Ooh. But um, yeah, that was that was slightly annoying, but. Story and that aside, the the atmosphere is really good. Like the Redux versions look nice. They, they, you kind of uh, tell they're a bit old. One thing that did stick out to me was the graphics still sort of held up. Yeah, quite especially on that on that Pook. It mm. looks pretty good. And that, is that what you played both of them on Pook? Yeah, I should say I'm, I played everything on PC. Um, well, even the Exodus, even Exodus, because the enhanced edition was only out on PC. I played them all on Epic Game Store as well. So I can see already immediately the, the viewers are dropped. Killer. People hating the Epic Games Store. But I've got these two for free, these first two. And then Exodus was on sale and they were doing, you get a £10 coupon so I've been claiming the games. So I got it for a fiver. Oh, and I was like, five UK pans for a new you get Ray like Trace. Hades for a quid as well. Well, Hades for £4.50. Ah, and people, and that's... Epic. That's Epic Game Store, yeah. People say she's a big pair of tits. Yeah. There's, there's deals to be had if you're willing to sell your soul to Sweeney and & Co. And I'm willing like. to sell that soul. So yeah. that was... that. It was it was a low investment, but, I, you know, I was in two minds whether to play the first two, and I'm kind of glad I did, but I feel like yeah. you can get away of not doing it for those that are, that are kind of half in half out because the, the, especially in the first one the story is a bit far away but combat is decent gets a bit hectic at time they don't they don't explain in my view some of the systems very well like you just right. kind of get let, like you've got this little watch on and that gives you like how much time you've got of like air or like clean air or purified air you get these filters that you pick up and it'll add cool. five minutes to your time on your watch. So if you ever go up to the surface, which you do a few times, which is quite cool, I'll get to a, a little story it's from that. Yeah, it's not far off that. Um, <laughs> so if that starts running low, you need to find a new filter or change it, and that's kind of like another mechanic you have to balance. They don't really explain that in the game, so that was a bit annoying. On the watch also is this little indicator, like a light, and when it's on, it means you're visible. When it's oh. off, it means you're hidden. So to age you still, I didn't figure that out till about halfway through the game. They didn't tell me. I think I saw it in one of the little when you die and the little load tips, and I was like, "Oh fucking hell!" So it it weren't holding hands, and maybe I should have known better. Maybe I weren't paying attention because I was Lord Breakneckin' it. But all in all, twenty thirty three was an interesting playthrough. It was the first of what I was at that time knew was going to be like a saga of. Of, oh. of three of them, and did um, it break the first-person shoot a mold? Is it anything new? I don't. What f- came for? I don't think for, so. What came? What year was for Fallout Three? Two thousand eight, I think. Two years. Yeah, it's two years after that, but it still feels like a product of that time. Like there's annoying things, like when you go up to a ladder, for instance, it's still got that old mechanic where you walk to it. And you have to keep walking forward, and then you'll you'll go up on it. Like there's no right, like yeah. there's no prompt. And mm. I think 
especially the first game, about four times, I got stuck at the very top of it and I had to reload. Like it, I got, and I was like, Jesus Christ, what are you fucks doing? So there's still, it definitely is still a product of its time. It looks nicer, it runs better, I guess, is the what Redux is doing. But then again, I think if you had it on PC, it would have ran at higher frames anyway. I think Redux particularly was for console players for PS4 and, and Xbox One to use the new juice of that. But it's it's a worthwhile play for it. It's not very long. Sort of, I breaknecked it in under 10, like it was probably about eight hours or so. And I was pretty much, I was steamrolling through that. I would say first one, twenty thirty three, a solid seven out of ten. Oh, little, seven little, worthy. Little bronze jobby. Bronze jobby for them. So yep, fair enough. They get that. Then last light. Oh. So I played this in Spartan mode. Oh, so why why are they drip dropping this ranger and survival mode? Don't know. No I, I, I've got no idea, but I chose Spartan mode this time to see if it was any different. Gotta say, I didn't notice much difference. Yeah. It felt it felt harder on Spartan mode in a way because the enemies took a bit more of a beating. But it sponges. So that was a bit of an annoyance. Um, but it's, it inherits a lot of the same kind of issues, I guess, in terms of silent protagonist, um, the, the the bugs and stuff. It feels more like this is like Metro One Point Five. Right. If that makes sense, it's not like a full yeah. blown. We've got all new, see. brand new ideas. But in saying that, it's still quite a quite a big improvement on twenty thirty three. Like they do a lot, a, a much better job of setting up the story. Um, they explain most of the systems at the start in this very straightforward tutorial, but you learn how things work. There's more variety in locations. Um, you can stealth kill a bit easier and you can either kill or you can incapacitate people so you don't have to kill them uh, there are several hub areas that you visit throughout your journey and they are they are great like i was as i said breaknecking through these but even i had to spend some time just pottering about in in these little hub wells that you come across they were so well realized and i spent loads of time just wandering around seeing what to offer there was like one place it was like it was almost like Venice. It was on. It was like on like barge boards and on water. Like the the metros had flooded, and oh. uh, there was all sorts going on there. It was like a little shooting range. I had a little go out. There was some strippers there, which is always nice for hot blooded males. <laughs> and whilst the story wasn't great, I felt like it was improved over twenty thirty three. The the characters felt a bit more fleshed out. They tied both these games together nicely. It's kind of like very much a part one and a part two. These two as a package, you you want you'd want to see Last Light as well because it'll expand on things right. that you get. Um, there's some actual antagonists this time. Like the first one, you're just kind of going from A to B to C to D to to drop off these these fucking dog tags from one of the rangers. Uh, this time, there's actually people that you interact with, talk at you, and and they become you know you know baddies or they or, or you just know who you're kind of going after. It just presented a bit more of a, an all round better package. Um, still, like I mentioned, the ladder bugs, uh, dying in cutscenes as well. Oh. Like it would, it, it would, it would snatch you to do like a, a set piece, and then it would throw you out of it. And I died a couple of times randomly, and I was like, "What's happened there?" You just, you just reload, and then suddenly right. you were, uh, you just watch the cutscene again. Um, Did you get? Does it? Um, you know, like with a game like Uncharted, you get one, two would always the second game more money pumped in and it had that more bigger feel set pieces introduced does yeah. it have that at all it kind of does but not to that extent like it's... exodus feels like the one that's like oh, right. we've got our ducks in a row here here we go this is like the sequel sequel this felt right. like and it's not because it's the length of it's still worthy of like a full game but it felt more like a just a, another another 2033 just just told a bit better with a few things tightened up um, it's the same setting as well. Like it's you're not changing much. More environments underground. Pop no, up it's, to the top. it has got some some better settings and stuff. Like a lot of the the, the hub worlds you visit actually have some light on them. They kind of you know build them out a lot better. And you do spend a lot of time in the metro systems, but they kind of mix it up a little bit more in Last Light. Um, both I should mention this. Both games have a hidden karma system. Ooh. That where decisions that you make that like you can choose to sometimes kill or spare people 
Um, or when you're in stealth, killing people will lower your... It's all hidden. You don't know this is going on. This will lower your... Um, I guess your your morale or you, you, where you're standing, good or bad. If you incapacitate them, it will bring it up, and that can influence endings of stories on both sides. So that required. Well, YouTube videos is what I say. Yeah. <laughs> but last light for me, just it was. It's very much the same sort of issues it inherits, but it was a just a bit of a better game, and just some of the more egregious things it fixed whilst not stepping outside of its own and being like a massive step forward. So for me, I'll be giving it seven and a half. Give it a little extra half mark. Now, 1.5 for an extra. Yeah, one. for a little bit of extra flavour and a bit more sizzle in this one. Uh, one of my favourite things that happened, happened in, in 2033, so the original one, is that there's a part where you go to the surface to... You kind of have to go up to go back down again. You know, there's a narrative reason why you do it, and you, <laughs> you, you, I went out there and it's frantic because that's the sort of the first time you your the the filtration system comes into effect. So you think I've only got five minutes to do this because if that runs out, I'm going to start suffocating. You die, and you find filters on your travels. So you don't have five minutes, but when I first did it, I was like, right, I need to get through this as quick as possible. I got all sorts of snarled up and, and turned round. So I ran into a building because there's this big fuck in the air as well circling. And I don't think you can kill it. It'll, it'll get you. I didn't want to be dealing with it. So I ran to this little office building. I ran around a corner and there was like a generic, like, sort of like, not like a dog, but like a mutated dog type enemy there. Big fucker. It growled at me. I just shot it, like, out of instinct. I was like, right, I need that. That had to die. Fine. They, they, they kill you all game. And then I walked over to where, where its body was and there were three little baby ones there. And I'd accidentally walked into its nest, killed oh. mummy and left the babies there. And I was like, cool. Oh. So I oh, shot all three oh. babies because I thought they're not going to survive, Adkins. They weren't going to. And I, I put them out of their misery. But I felt awful after that. And I was like, Jesus. Oh. I was about to say that. Does anything carry over? decisions or anything no it's all it's all very separate like there's no there's no like save system where it transfers not like mass effect right not that level that's that's the the case for the third one as well it's all like clean slate and there is it there is a canical ending to kind of all of them i don't know what the canical ending of exodus is because we don't know if there's gonna be another one and how that's gonna start or end but um the other two there is a canical ending that you can get i think i got the canical ending on 2033 but blew it on last light so I couldn't go back. I would have had to go back like three quarters of the game, maybe not, maybe halfway of the game to to do something different to get the next one. So YouTube jobby yeah. to get that one. Oh, so, but you know, as a package, they're, they're they're decent, but they are old. You're gonna. So when, that's 2010 was the first. I was this 12, 13. Yeah, I think it was 2013. So a little three year gap oh, for three them. Three year gap. On to the next one, the Maestro. This is the Maestro, Metro Exodus. So I remember this being shown at one of the uh, Xbox conferences. Yeah, it was. I think it might have been the Series X. No, the One X. It may well have been part of... I feel like it was, but could be wrong. Anyway, pops out on, on PS4 and Xbox One 2019. I haven't played the first two, so I'm not interested. Um, and then I get wind that they're doing a... Uh, at the time, a PC only upgrade where it's going to be ray traced and all this good stuff. And I just purchased this new PC and I thought, well, that's, you know, I've played Resident Evil Village on it, which turned out to be one of the most awful ports of the of the year for the last few years, in fact, because they were crapping all over. They fixed it now, but at launch, that weren't great. So I was like, what is this Master Race all about? I'm getting subjected to shit ports. This is a very Adkins 20, 2012 experience. 2012. Was getting that PC, choosing it over the PS4 and Xbox One. They get bombarded with fucking Batman, Batman fucking Arkham Knight, which is the worst port ever. Witcher just fucking hanging on by a thread. Not, not good enough. Uh, uh, they still fuck it, didn't they? No, but this is uh, the, the the enhanced edition, which is now available on PS5, Xbox Series X, and obviously PC. Oh, but that's an absolute fucking unit it's, of a uh, gigabyte. It's beautiful. In fact, I can, I'll, I'll try and look in the background how big it is. Um, oh, see I'm the, saying 74. 74 gig, <laughs> you're saying. Let's have a look. This is let's test Epic Games Live. Is oh. it gonna, has it got the guts? 
probably end up accidentally start fucking running it. I'm playing it. Question Here is, we have go. I uninstalled it? I haven't. This is with the add-ons. That's the annoying thing is, Epic doesn't tell you how big these games 79 are. 79 gig. Oh, I weren't far off. No, that's with both DLC packs as well, which I think were about six. So, pretty good. But Exodus is great. That's the, that's the headline. Much improved from the last two. Uh, a completely different game. Like, the, 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 the Last Light and 2033 are both primarily in the metro stations. Claustrophobic. Like, you've got a very... Get to A to get to B, then you you get through the door, you leave, you know that that level behind. You don't go back. There's none of this sort of exploring. Really, it's like little tiny little crevices you can go off and find those fucking notes that he decides to write. But other than that, it's it's quite I linear. Exodus still does that. Hmm? It still does that note thing in the third one. No, it does oh. not. So they change all sorts. So there's no. Law notes. It's when you find a note, it's it's Bob the plumber who's telling you how he's died, basically. So you get get well building law. Your the the settings are open, so there are like a handful of locations that you'll visit, and they are like big map, not massive maps, but they're big enough for you to go off and explore. There's normally one starting off with one main objective. As you explore, like you unlock side quests that you can go off and do other things and get mods and whatnot and you can do these in any order so the, all the stuff oh, within that map you can kind of do you kind of always do the thing where i leave the main stuff to the end get all the side to explore and whatnot you can um you can clamber up things adkins but you couldn't do that in the last two clamber. you know you, right. you know that hey, thing you, where you, you know that thing where you hit the edge of a surface in like old halo and you just slip down it you'd be like what was that You'd be like, my, oh. my bloody shins of it, that. I should be getting on top of that. And they don't. The The first oh. two didn't have that. That's how old it was. This, was this one, he, get, remember, he gets hand on it. What did we review? We reviewed um, uh, Borderlands 3. Mm. And I, I said that a big thing was like that you could clamber up something. Slide. Slide on your knees. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, we've been doing that for years. I know. Now Metro have been implementing it. Exodus implementing it. And, Exodus. Um, it's yeah, it's just it's some it's such a added, yeah, the, the, so small but a big change that is yeah, and the the ladders now has a a, a um a prompt so you I think you press E or something and it'll it'll quite it'll initiate the ladder thing so no getting stuck anymore. Ball master race mouse and keyboard jobby yeah I did yeah oh brave Marshall it wasn't too bad my little fingers getting a little bit. On both hands, stretching and whatnot. Actually, not that one, but that, my lefty. You go pinky on shift. Uh, what do I do? Yeah. But I normally miss it, and sometimes I have to adjust. Normally hit control by accident and go, yeah. But, yeah, that, it's, it's the, aim, the, the the scope of the game is much, much, much bigger. Like, breaknecking this one. No, no, no. No no breaknecking on this one. I spent, and I got the hours here from Epic. This is including the DLC, which probably was about six or seven hours. But 80. I spent one day, twelve hours, fifty-six minutes in it, so it's a it can be a meaty one, but it's it's a worthwhile playthrough. Um, it gives me that kind of that a little bit like the Last of Us vibes, where you're skulking through like the 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 fucking swamps or wherever you are. You'd be a little like shack, and you'd be like, right, kind of need to go in there, or should go in there because there might be some parts so one of the big changes to this one is that you can now craft resources um you can craft ammo on the go um you can mod your weapons which you could do on the other game but only you can only do that at certain points um in in the metro stations now you've got a bag where you can kind of take a mod off snap on a silencer and fuck about with with it all that way so that that whole system ties into collecting scrap and collecting like chemicals to to make molotovs or bullets or incendiary bullets or whatever like health packs that's all tied it's very much like the last is where you pick up all that shit and you're like right what do i make with this and you make a decision based on your circumstances so you'll see like a little shack or whatever and you'll go skulking in there see like a zombie or a mutated fella in there just pop him on the head with the silencer go in reap the rewards of whatever's in there maybe if you're lucky you'll open a little like cash and it'll have a, a an upgrade for your helmet like make it more um durable or for your your armor you can make yourself more durable that way 
And it's just, it's just so much more about it. Like the, the game's completely different. It feels like a complete departure. You're no longer stuck in these dreadful, dark worlds. Like you're out in the open a lot of the time and you're exploring. And it's just a complete, complete change of pace. Tons of, of character development. Like you're on this train and there's a crew of people with you. So you'll listen. You don't have to, but I've sat there and listened to what everyone said. And again, he's silent, so he doesn't get involved, which is annoying. But. You know, there's parts where you'll come back and everyone will be having a beer and they're like, oh, Artem, come join us for a beer. And you're like, yeah, all right, I'll sit down and have a fucking vodka. It's not, it's not beer, it's vodka all the time, pretty much. For these oh, Some cunts playing guitar, all this good stuff. So you kind of get to know all the people in and around you on, on that train. Yeah, and, you know, the, 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 the worlds you visit aren't living and breathing. They're Derek as fuck, Adkins. They're still absolutely riddled <laughs> with... Waste, yeah, man. they are, but... On that train with that crew of people that you're with, they're all like your brothers and your and your, and your sisters in arms. So, it's 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 just, it's good. It really is good. I was surprised at how much I liked it. it really got sucked in, and yeah. like if you if you're put off by playing free games, but sort of half interested, I would say drop the other two and just go straight into Exodus. Do a little story oh. read up, and you'll enjoy a much better game, a much more polished game. If you get it the enhanced edition, you're going to be absolutely laughing whether you're on PC or on... Ray tracing, like... Yeah, it is, it is nice. And if you look at the side-by-sides of the old one, like, it just completely transforms a lot of the the settings. Like, it's like... A room would be pretty much dark, and you kind of be, like, in a... Like a maybe, like, a, a land where there's the sun's out a lot, so a desert type. And because there's no ray tracing, like, they, there's a bit of light coming in, but it's not really simulating it. Now... In the, in the enhanced edition, the room's pretty much lit up from the sun pouring into the uh, the window and bouncing off all the objects. It completely changes it, and it's it oh, it's marvelous. It's lovely, really. Um, I mean, it's still a bit scruffy in places. Like you still right. get a couple of bugs. Biff played it on the PlayStation and said he had quite a few bugs. But again, I don't think he had the enhanced edition. He played it like a week before that came out, and I was like, "It's a free upgrade. What are you doing?" Fucking, Typical Biff. Oh no, he's a mug, isn't he? So he missed <laughs> out on that. And um, nah. but yeah, I mean, it's a really good game. It's it was an interesting experiment to play three games back to back like that. You kind of really saw, well, not an evolution. The first two, it was like a bit of more of an add on type vibe. And then with Exodus, I was like, cool. I really have either scaled up or got their got their their shit in order because they've produced oh, that Xbox money coming in. It might have been. Chucking, Phil chucking it. Um, Phil chucking it. Ain't put it on Game Pass yet, though, is he? This fucking Exodus. I think Exodus, the original, it was on there, wasn't it? I don't um, think it was. I thought it went. Uh, no, it definitely did go on there. Not Reese. Not since this new update. It went and it's been and gone. What on on Game Pass? On Game Pass, yeah. OG Ooh. version. No, I hope so. None of that. To, uh, no. Yeah, I think it. I think it did. It might have been. It definitely has been on there because I remember installing it and I was like, oh, no, I want to go through one and two first. And then now I was like, oh, cool. And then looked and it's gone. I was like, oh. That is annoying when that happens. But yeah, no, it definitely did go on, but not since this thing's been announced, definitely. But no, it's it's a great game, really. It's got some some issues. Nice and meaty. Tense. Love the the weapon mods on the go and building your own arsenal. You can pick up... Much horror aspect of it, or was it? I remember there was watching someone streaming it, and he kept getting these fucking horrible things that kept like sneaking up on him and shit the life out of him. It's more. I keep referencing the Last of Us. It's more that sort of. It's not. It's not like Resident Evil Seven type horror. It's not like that where it's like jump scares and whatnot. It's just like you will get caught out a few times, but it's more like tense panic. You're like, fuck! I've only got seven bullets here. And these cunts have started rushing me. What do I do? Um, so you, it, it kind of fills that gap. But you feel a bit more capable, Oops, I think, yeah. in this one. So it's not it's not too much of a concern. Um, right. I'll touch on the DLC because this came... I, I bought these separately, but there's like a gold edition oh. that bundles these two. One called The Two Colonels, which takes place during the main game. You play as a, a different character, like a side character you meet um, during your travels. And that's only about two and a half hours long. Super, super short talks though, so makes the story a bit more, uh, a bit more palatable. Testing the waters, isn't they? Yeah, exactly. And then the second one um, is a lot longer. It's like you, the two kernels one 
is like the old metros. It's very much set in those in in in, in the metro areas, like it's linear. So you kind of work through that. It's a bit of a throwback. I was like, oh, okay, I don't mind doing this. Cause I've not been playing it for twenty five hours just doing this. So that was a nice little nostalgia trip, if you can call it that. The second one, Sam's story, it's called. You play as a member of like the crew that you're with on the train, and that is you are in like one of these one of these open areas. So you've got five, six hours worth of exploration to do if you want to, or you can kind of focus on the main campaign. So I've spent about five or six in that one. And that was much more like the the base game in terms of like a lot of scavenging, finding the, the, the weapons, a lot of downtime where you're kind of just out on your own looking yeah. for stuff and exploring and whatnot. So that was a bit more of a, a base game experience. But but overall, Exodus was excellent, really. It's not, not perfect, but I would give it a nice strong... 8.5. Oh, tickling the nine. Tickled it. Wow, well, lovely. Oh, as a whole franchise. <laughs> well, well, it's an interesting experiment, like I said. I wouldn't recommend doing it um, the Netflix. way I did it because it's depressing. But yeah. it was certainly something that I, I may do again. I don't know what circumstances will yield me want, wanting to do this, but... It was an interesting way to play them because you really did see like the changes quite vividly because it was just like I'll jump into the next one I'd be like fuck me they've changed that or some of the old stuff that they carried through I was like well you haven't bothered have you? Yeah, you, stuck, you stuck feet up there. Feet up three eight three years since you played it it's all gone that memory is obliterated. Yeah that is that is one thing so if ever there was a time to do a retrospective of Metro, it'd be now, but no chance. But decent franchise. I'm definitely looking forward to the, whatever they do next. Kind of got me a bit more hyped for Stalker 2 because it's, it's, I see a lot of similarities there just in the setting. Like It looks like there's going to be you know, a bit of a crossover there. Um, but certainly looking forward to what the 4A boys and gals do next. And if it's another Metro game, I am, I'm all for it. They've got me on board to get, get involved in that early doors rather than letting it rot for two years and then having to go. Sure. So, nice little series. I'm glad that I took the time to do that. Sometimes I've done this in the past and gone, that weren't worth it. But, but this it. certainly wasn't it. The crescendo of Exodus was a, was a nice send-off. Beautiful. Mm. Right, Mr. Adkins. Sure. What are we doing here? Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury... Us Bowser's Fury. Do you know this is the highest rated game of the year so far on Open Critic? Really? Yep. Like, That's what sort of year it it's been. Is it come out this year, did it? Twenty one or twenty? <laughs> Two thousand twenty one. February. Yeah. Blimey. Eighty nine it's sitting on, loving life. Eighty nine? Uh, no, no, he's not he's uh, having it. No, no, no. I've got to say, it is an enjoy. It was a weird experience. It's one of these these Switch games. I'll never be breakneck in these Switch games. Pick <laughs> they up always and get, play. get pick up and play, and then this one very much has that. It's that type of game. You play it in levels, which is quite. I sort of. That's how the Switch is, really, and you just sort of pick it up now and again, do a journey. Um, so yeah, I think I purchased this and Purchase. played for it a little bit. Um, I never had a 3DS um, when they were out, so never got to play this. Remember, Salmon was all full of praise for it. Um, but yeah, thought I'd give this one a go. Um, bought it, played it for quite a bit. I think I played it for about sort of ten hours, I think, and then. Done my standard, something else come along, something shiny. Yeah. It got, it got, got by the waysides. Um, and then it's, Youngling. This was Wii U, wasn't it, originally? Oh, yeah, it was. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it was. Did but, they do. But no fucker had the Wii U, don't forget. So no, was... that's true, yeah. Did they do like a 3D. Oh, maybe they'd done like a 3D. They named Mario. it something different, didn't they? Did they? Did they do like a little 3DS? Oh, no, if he's here. Um, but yeah, fuck him. <laughs> um, so yeah, binned it for a little while and sort of then went back to it. I think we talked about it did. On, a, on the podcast before and therefore I delved into um, the add-on. Bowser's um, Fury. This is a separate uh, menu item. That's it, yeah, separate menu item. Did you play of. that it's... first? No, no. Uh, no, no, no. I played about 10 hours of 3D World, then had a little dabble in that 
And then the fucking game was apprehended by young Adkins Jr. <laughs> My little son. He was like, right, let me show you how it's done. And he actually played it. He's got his game time on his thing is bigger than mine. <laughs> Get him on the show. Um, Get him on here. But yeah, so he started getting further, and then that I think I went away, and that's when I was like, right, I'm going to see this off and finish it. Yeah. Uh, because I'd already done most of it on his account. I was like, right, here we go. Um, so yeah, but sticking with just the game on its own, the the 3D world, it is like I say, it's very pick up and play. It's just. Typical Mario, where you've got the worlds and. Did you play with little... him? Because I know there's a multiplayer option on 3D World. I have, yeah. Not, not for this. I don't let him touch my account because if he does, he does. <laughs> he could have logged in his one, can he have a second controller, and then you'd be, you'd have played like Luigi, and you'd have been Mario. No, I don't think it does. I think it does it because it's like couch co-op. It does cool. whoever's account you're on. So that's the thing, and he was just cost. I was racking up these fucking mushroom lives and that and then he starts jumping off the end, edge more. of the world I was like fucking hell I think he lost about 30 in one go I was like right <laughs> off your pop now go on go on your own uh, account <laughs> so yeah so if it goes on my account it's daddy's time no one's touching that and then he's the little he can fuck about and do it on his one but um yeah typical Mario you've got your world you work your way through um getting throwaway story I can't even remember what it is now kidnapped. Oh, no, she's, she's one of the characters yeah. actually other characters. Nice fairies this time. He catches all these fairies and they fly off into different fucking worlds. Hey, bastard. Um, but what I did did do is I there's I love these on these top three. I think they Odyssey had it a bit. But each world had like different requirements that you could meet. Um so you'd have to like find there'd be like stars you have to find and then a stamp and something else. And without even realising I was I was going through it 100% in it. I didn't realise. Oh. I was like, of course, where this game's only supposed to be like 10, 15 hours long. And I was like 20 hours in and I was like, I ain't even fucking touched the sides of it yet. And it weren't until talking to Sam and he was like, oh no, that's, you're trying to do it like the 100% way. Right. So I think I went through about 60% of it, 100% and then just got sick of it. <laughs> so I was like, right, I just want to get this finished. I'll go back. Probably never will, but you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Yeah, went through it. It's very enjoyable. Like I say, very standard. You go through the world, collect enough stars, and you can then open the boss. Each world has a little boss battle at the end. Yeah. Typical, you know, um, Mario boss. Got him three times in a row. Kapoom. Um, but yeah, enjoyable. It's got quite a... The 3D aspect It's more of like a... It's a con, in it? Yeah. Swindle, that. A swindle, that. It's not 3D. You can move. You can move in. It's four, four D, <laughs> but you're very limited to where you can go. It ain't Odyssey. I'll tell you that. No, it's not. It's not. But um, yeah, it looks nice. Runs nice. Solid sixty. It's one of these weird ones that runs at sixty on your on the dock, but not on handheld. Handheld. And yet, Nintendo, all they're feeding us at the moment is handheld upgrades. If you want me yeah. to play your handheld, make sure it runs at the same. I don't care yeah. about a resolution bump, but you make sure those frame rates are up because if you're telling me that that's all you're interested in, then I'll play it in Andel. But you do things like that, it stays in that fucking dock and melts and welds itself to it. That's for you, Nintendo Bowser of the Doug variety. That's a Doug Bowser. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it was pretty good. Um, yes, yeah, it's sort of Mario, isn't it? You know what you're getting, that's yeah. sort of. It's just one of those, it's just nice to pick up and play. You ain't got to think about anything. You can just literally play it. Some, there's, it's made for brain-dead zombies, is what you're that's saying. The thing. It's made for kids, so there's a couple of levels that were slightly challenging. Yeah. They, there is sort of end game to it, after you've finished the story of uh, um, 3D World. Um, there's like, there's a, I think there's quite a bit, it's about another six or seven worlds you can do, but... They start. I've only really delved into them a little bit, but they are starting to get pretty tough. You got something like, uh, what's that game you played, Celeste? That's oh, uh, you're getting fucking some of the levels on that where you're just like, right, how am I jumping from here to there? How is yeah. he doing that? But you also have like you can pick that like you mentioned before. You can pick your characters, and there's like it, I think it's about five characters you get: standard Luigi, you know, Peach. Yeah. Bowser Jr., whatever, the little toad. Um, each of them sort of have their own sort of perks, like um, 
Luigi can sort of like jump and hover and or has a longer right. jump. Yeah. Peach hovers and things. So like you sort of can if you're getting stuck on a level, you can then replay because these levels are so short. Yeah. You know, some of them are like you can do them in like two, three minutes. That's funny though, because um, that was that was a staple of um Super Mario Bros. two, I think, the two D one. Um, uh, okay, can, yeah, yeah. I think like I think Luigi had a longer jump and Peach could hover like or glide, I guess. Oh, that's it. Things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was um. Yeah, it's quite cool. Pulled that back in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's 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 good for the challenging. Like I say, it's made for kids and but adults do tend to tend to take over. Yeah, but it's it's got that nice sort of balance of challenging. So if you are getting stuck, you can go back and and do it. But yeah, it's pretty box stand for that that game finished that off done and dusted um what i would say though is bowser's fury was fantastic very oh. good my question oh, i wrote down was is bowser's fury a worthwhile addition very well wow. i thought it was going to be very throwaway um you know, just a, a bolt on for for the sale purpose of oh, we've got to put it on Switch. We've got to add something extra. Uh, here we go. Let's put some. Let's just put this on another hour of gameplay and that thing. But it's nothing like 3D World. The only no. thing that carries over is the um, power up system. You you have you can collect the power ups in this one, so you can get the fucking uh, fire flower. Is it so you can throw fire? Okay. This one you. Very big, the cat one, so yeah, which is yeah. very handy um, for climbing stuff. But that's linear eight. Well, like I say it's not 3D, it's fucking nice. Two, 2.5 isometric, I'm gonna say. Um, this, however, is complete department. This is Mario Odyssey esque yeah. 3D um, camera control, are... camera control, third person, are... third person, uncharted. <laughs> Yes. You are in a whole open, well, a small open Resident world. Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Oh, that interconnecting worlds like Bloodborne. Is it? Ah, wow. But, so it's like... I've seen a load of cats. Yeah, there's a lot of cats in there. It's a collector, yeah? Remember the story on this one? It's Bowser's, Bowser's son. He's not happy. He's, not, um, he's gone mental for some reason. And Cracked Bowser up again, wants- is he? Yeah, he's really hit the fucking roof. He's gone, oh, I ain't this fucking... Cut. I'm sick of catching that fucking slag as well. <laughs> and he just he just goes off the boil. And he just... He, and literally how the game starts is him just going, what a fucking, fucking cunt, Mario. That's <laughs> how <laughs> so it starts. And then... But it's it's cool. So then you, you enter this world and it's little sections. It's like little islands. It's all covered in water. You get this fucking like, sea dog that you ride. Plessy. <laughs> Whatever it is. Um, but it's little sections of worlds that are covered in water, and as you sort of make your way through it and unlock these stars, you, um, you the sort of water drains down a bit, and a new section of the map will open up. But as you're going through these sort of platforming sections and collecting these um, cat shines, as they're called, shines, uh, you get the constantly um, Bowser is constantly spinning in the background i can't I think there's some sort of well, every, all the time you're playing it he's there all the time you're playing it he's there just spinning in the background and all of a sudden then the fucking rain cut starts and then you know when the shit's gonna hit the fan and then this fuck off gigantic bowser that's made looks like something out of fucking pacific rim so is that yeah. something that you trigger or does that just happen at no, intervals that's just happening in, so you could be intervals. middle of doing something you've done a million times yeah. before and then suddenly you'll go oh Fucking hell. But the world then changes. Like, all these fucking lava bricks come down, and that changes how your platform works. There's, like, catch, hidden catch shines that you can find that you can only interact with oh, when he's in this mode. okay. Very, it's very clever. But, um, but yeah, so then you you have to build your enough catch shines to then unlock this big cat bell that then makes you as big as fucking angry Bowser. <laughs> And then you have to fight him. Guess how many times? Three. Three, is it? Standard. But yeah, you're just working your way and there's all these different shines. I think you can get up. It's another bit like um, Odyssey where you can, I think there's a hundred shines to get. I mean, a hundred shines, that's probably taken you about 10, 15 hours, I reckon. Yeah. So for an, for an add-on. Um, but yeah, just the presentation of it, it feels 
it looks really nice. Like it runs solid sixty. It feels like a thirty FPS in handheld. Oh, thirty. Yeah, it is thirty FPS in handheld, which is a real stinker from Doug. Um, but it it feels more like a Odyssey DLC. Yeah, which I think will get you sniffing. Maybe they should have fucking put it on that and not attached yeah. it to this bag. Of, well, not bag of shit, but <laughs> this this old Wii U tutor. But yeah. I guess it makes this package a bit better. Exactly, yeah. And I really did have a lot of fun playing that. I've played. I've almost played. I oh know I have played through it twice after fucking that little Herbert getting stuck, and he just went right. You deal with it because you've already done it. <laughs> and then he just likes going around and getting the shines. But um, any crossover but yeah. in narrative or link, or is it just literally a completely nah, separate? They completely even. They just don't even try to. Don't even. Nah, he ain't even in that one. It might as well be that. standalone in a way. It should be standalone. They should have binned off that freely. Now the freely world's a perfectly fine game. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Yeah, it's just Mario. You know, it's not break. Mario Odyssey was like the breaker. That was like cool. This is a new Mario. This is the Mario I've wanted. Mario freely world's great, but it's Mario. It's 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 what you expect from a Mario game. Um, But but yeah, Bowser's Fury was a delight to play. It was lovely. It felt like a, a. an addition, like I say, to Odyssey. There's, it's there. You can break neck it and do it in a couple of hours if you really want, or you can stick around, and get every hundred fucking catch iron, and you know, really give it a give it a good shagging. Um, but yeah, I think I thought that just made the package worthy of a purchase and playing. That um, package addition. Um, I've got it yeah. sitting there installed and haven't touched it. Well, I'm going in the in order now, and I I'm on oh, I'm on shit. Super Mario World two, which I I love Super Mario World, but two I can't get on with this. You're playing as fucking Yoshi. I know it's Yoshi's I Island. I don't even think Yoshi's in any of these. Well, he shouldn't be after this performance. <laughs> Maybe in, that's why. In World two, don't, don't play him in. but I'm planning to go, try and go through the main line. I think the, the next entry. one will be will be sixty four. Oh, how are you going to play that original Galaxy? Well, oh, it's on. Oh. It's on that. It's on that oh, All Stars, yeah, isn't Gal- it? Galaxy Two. You're going to have to bust the old Nana's Wii out. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, that's the missing one. I think I'm just going to just in my head say that's just Salmon. DLC. Or Salmon will sort you out of an emulator with his fucking Xbox. <laughs> probably, he probably will on that Stream Deck or Steam Deck. He'll be running on but, that within a few days once that hits. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, when you get to this, like I say, I think you'll enjoy. Uh, 3D World. It's it's a decent Switch game. Works so well on the Switch because it's pick up and play. Do what you want. Mm. But Bowser's Fury was brilliant. A real, real solid entry. Um, and I would give the overall package an eight on the nose. Cool, eight on the nose. Boom. Not not the eighty nines that the critics are saying. Oh no, you know it. Like I was saying earlier, to repeat again, the Odyssey. Peter. Repeater, Odyssey broke the mold, and I was like, "Cool, oh, this is a different new Mario experience." That's Mario. That's what you're expecting from Mario. It is good, hits the ball, does what you want, does what it says, but freely well banks it up. Um, excellent experience, but yeah, yeah. I think if you're a real hardcore Mario fan, which there's a lot of them out there, they probably would give it the eight point five, maybe a nine. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue if someone was to say that, but. As a grown adult, um, story, nah. when the story with narration, it were everything to me. When you're playing the likes of Last of Us and fucking, fucking, I don't know, Firewatch, fucking Edith Finch, and then you get, and you're getting fucking, you're getting Mario, fucking losing a slag to some lizard. <laughs> Whatever that's he is. That's all of about. them, though. Yeah, well, that's it, yeah. They I want to see some, I want to see. Mario dealing with depression whilst having mushroom oh, mushroom zombies chasing him. Or maybe he gets addicted to mushrooms and, yeah. and they play it off as like an addiction type issue. That would get me, get him, he's addicted to shrooms and you play him having tripping his balls off. They should do get, it where you, you don't know that's happening, but yeah. the more and more that you take the, you get the mushrooms to think you're making it easier, you're actually making it harder to get out of the level, like to escape the addiction. Quite a good idea, Doug. Where but, are you at, boy? Doug, give us a, that. Give us a tinkle. Yeah, I think that we've got royalties on that if that's happening. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, very good. Eight on the nose, I'd say, for young 3D world, which 
So Sam will be happy with He will be well happy with that. Well, I think he'll want more, but there you go. Is there any interest in you? I know it's, I don't know if, well, actually, is the question. Did you buy that 3D All-Stars package before it went off sale? I did. I did. It's still, I was going to go and get it, but you'll see me naked. From the waist so down. Are you? Is this? Uh, what's the plan with these Mario? Are you going to play them, or you now you've I, I, done this one? Is it? That's a cleared one. I played. But... I done Galaxy on the Wii before Odyssey came out. Unbelievable! I had this weird Wii phase where I played. I went through oh. Twilight Princess, well, Mario that. Galaxy. I went to go and play two, but I didn't have it, and I went, it was like fucking fifty quid. I was like, I ain't paying fifty quid for that no. <laughs> Wii game, and then I bought Skyward Sword. I bought this just because of it was running out. Um, Curry's were doing like a tenner off or something. Yeah. So I bought it on there. But it's still in the cellophane. I'd quite like to play it, to be honest, because I've never played that Sunshine. Hmm. Uh, love to have a go on old... I used to love the 3D uh, Mario 64. Yeah. That is the one that included, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Off the old N64 jobbies. That's it. Like I say, uh, Galaxy was another one. It was like the Odyssey before Odyssey. It yeah. was that different take on Mario. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to play that through again on the, not on a fucking Nintendo Switch at 480p. That's true. Although I don't know, what I don't know how much they've upscaled it on these. It sounds like they haven't, they, oh, this, this could have been the perfect package and they've just literally gone, yeah. nah. Ah, fuck it. Yeah. I remember that being in the review saying it's not really tied up. I think, uh, Galaxy was probably the best one that had been tied up, but, but no, I would like to play it. It's it's just, um, yeah, just having to getting that. I, I go through phases of consoles. I'll play something on there. Yeah. I need. I've, I've, it's, I'm struggling to get the switch, the switch hype get up and running. I think that the disastrous OLED debacle. <laughs> it's a, it's <laughs> I, I think that was like, Yeah, so that would on that. I could have had redemption. I could have actually unbroken the seal. But now I'm sitting on a gold mine with this in its cellophane wrapper. Well, I know lots of people have got them. I reckon loads of people will be having those. I'm selling them. I keep seeing them on fucking that website we use. Uh, Paul Nub. No, um, uh, what's it called? UK Yacht Deals. It oh, keeps yeah, coming yeah. up. Still sending them in the shop. They've still so. got, yeah, they haven't sold. That's the thing. They've not sold they've out sold of them. So whatever Nintendo were trying to do, I don't know. So weird. Anyway, that's another <laughs> no, no discussion one. for another I day. Think they, I don't even think Doug knows what he's doing. No. He just goes, "I know what you'll want. You ain't getting that. You're getting cardboard VR and shut up and a Ring Fit." <laughs> sold 11 million copies. Apparently, that Ring Fit. I mean, that no, is... They stumbled on that one and gone, oh. oh, how we sold that <laughs> yeah. to the master? But, but, yeah. But oh, yeah. excellent. So, I'm, I'm... Yeah, I mean, I'll get to this, because I the plan yeah, is yeah. just to trickle through the series. Look, I'm not going to play 2, the Galaxy 2. I just can't... I ain't going to... Nana's not I'll getting the switch out. Get that fucking waggler out. It's the, what I heard about 2 is that it's still really good, but it's just a load of levels. Like, I know that's what Mario is, typically, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I might just... I feel there could be a remaster up in the works. You they never do know. that. I'm interested. 40th anniversary. Another oh. five years away. <laughs> Get the Switch Pro by then, so that'll be, that'll be the year it launches with that. That'll be the fucking launch game. Um, well, look, I'm going to call this episode to a close. We got through... Well, it feels like I only got through two games, but actually, technically, it was four because they had the old trilogy at the start. Oh, yeah. Front, frontlined it. So we'll call yeah. this one to a close so we're not squashing in uh, the next game, whatever it is, trying to trying to cut it off. But um, thanks for joining us this week. We're going to carry on in real life and, and, and record some more impressions. So uh, you'll hear that in in the coming weeks. And depending on news items, we'll just slot these in when as and when there's a gap. If you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash dimp digital or twitch.tv slash dimp digital. You can sign up on Patreon, become an actual patron. You can join the core community uh, £2.50 a month is what the going rate is for that. I mean, it won't even buy us a beer. So you're spending no. less than a pint if you want to be doing that. Twitch has the advantage in that if you've got Amazon Prime, you can link your Twitch account to that, sub to the channel, the Dimp Digital Twitch channel, for free, and then we get about two quid. So, again, those two together combined makes one beer. The melting pot. Anyway... <laughs> If you got this far, thanks for listening or watching. We'll be back next Monday for more Idle Game Chat. Nothing more for us to say here, though, other than...
Thanks for your time. And ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.